Hey there, my name is Sergio and you're listening to Media. Welcome and have a good one. Hello, Victor. How are you today? Hey, Jaco. I'm very good. How are you? Fine. Thank you. How has this COVID madness treated you? I've had COVID and it has been... It has been crazy. Actually, I feel pretty good. Although I had some like effects in my body after I had the virus, like I forget things very fast. I've been very sensitive of my stomach as well. So there's been a lot of different little things that I've noticed of my body that changes after the COVID. So it has been crazy. But also the madness of being inside, being scared of everything, like everything that arrives from the street, we have to clean it, sanitize it. It has been quite a journey, but it's good. I'm, I'm getting used to it. I am really happy that you're safe and you're still here, Vic, because I had a lot of friends that have lost a lot of family members. But I am really happy that you are healthy and still going with it and still making a lot of projects like you always do. Yes, yes, I'm happy. happy. Thank you, Checo. You too. You're always doing great stuff. Thank you so much, Vic. Well, I wanted to ask you, like, I know I've seen some of your content that you have acted on, but can you please tell me what are you up to now? Now, actually, now, now, like in acting, like in acting, I have actually not doing anything to go. Like now, <laughs> now at this moment, at this particular moment, I'm not, I'm just trying to prepare myself into these workshops of acting as well, because as an actor, you always have to be preparing yourself and you never stop. Yeah, I'm taking, taking this opportunity that I'm at home, that I'm not actually required to go anywhere to prepare myself. And that's what I'm up to. There have been a lot of opportunities like before COVID you were not able to do because now with all these internet streaming, Zoom meets and whatever, like you can actually access to courses that are all over the place with teachers from all over the world that before you were supposed to, you had to go to the place to have it. So now they have changed their ways to do it. And I'm actually pretty happy. And as well, I've been auditioning a lot and these auditions are amazing. I love doing my self tapes, although in the beginning it was very hard. But now I'm very comfortable with it and I'm very happy because I've been able to do auditions for projects from my comfort of my home in Mexico, for projects in the States, from projects from Australia, from different places that, yeah, they have opened their doors for international actors and it has been great, it's been good. That's amazing, Vic, and I've always recognized you have a really lovely smile and you have some ah, actions that are very appealing to a lot of different countries and that you can represent not only your Mexican or Latin American culture. I'm always like in a doubt. I've never asked anyone. Like, you know, like I actually, I was in a workshop that it was for casting. Yes. So they said, you have to identify your casting, your stereotype, like your casting. And I'm like, okay, of course I'm Mexican and I can be Mexican casting. But then I see what they have for Mexican casting and I'm like, well, I'm not like that. But also I'm not like international, Latin international. I'm different. I'm more like Mexican, but I'm also like from a Latin country. So it's so hard for me to understand what kind of my casting is. So I just go with the flow. But yes, Mexican. Uh, actually, when I was in Disney, because I also used to work at Disney, I also got the, they never knew that I was Mexican. The first thought of people, it's that I was from Brazil. The oh. other thought they had, it was that I was from India. And oh. the other one, I was from Colombia. So mm -hmm. I was like, none of those are <laughs> from Mexico. <laughs> it is interesting that you mentioned Brazil, because also my sister and I have been mentioned we look like Brazilian, but the most common culture or ethnic they relate me to is Middle Eastern or... Yeah, because you look Middle Eastern, yes. Yes, and the beard and the hair helps a lot. Yeah. Well, I've never had any acting workshops online, but how is it for you having this interaction with this black mirror all the time instead of live with other actors and the teachers? I think it, 
depends a lot of the teacher. I'm actually in this course called The Acting Lab by Marisol Padilla. She's an actress, a very well-known actress in LA. And she has had a lot of courses like with Estela Adler and the Actor Studio and different places that are very recognized in the acting world. So I haven't had like a workshop in a long time. So when I got into this, I was like, okay, it's going to be so weird because I'm used to interact with the people. At least myself as an actor, I need to have that interaction face to face. But no, actually it has been very, very good. I've been able to know myself in different ways. Before the interview, Checo and I, we were speaking a little bit and he was telling me that he, in the theater, he had a lot of difficulties because he needed the prop, the scenario to feel like the character. Yes. And here has been very hard and it has been amazing because, of course, we're, you know, there are different kind of acting like theater, cinema, movie, different kinds of ways to act according to the context or where you're presenting your job. So here we are very based on cinema acting, which is very neutral, very natural. But as well, you're at your home. You're at your home. You don't have the props. You don't have the, the wardrobe. You don't have the characterization. So it has been another thing that I have never done that I studied my scene. I get myself and schedule with my co-actor co-actress we schedule a rehearsal we do it and then when we act with what they, we have like in our in our room we we dress ourselves we create the space and we actually match each other like in your home you have like a black curtain also i have one so i will put myself you put you put yours so we're gonna create the environment we're in the same set it has allowed us to to be very creative and yeah. something that, that that we haven't done in a long time because we always arrive to the set and everything is done everything is already prepared so now we are actually more empathic and we understand way more our co-workers our staff and the way to do a great scene for a great job so it has been great i really like it you reminded me of the times i've acted on a lot of projects in my university and the times we didn't have of course a budget so i had to show all of my closets for all the like the art department so they can choose which clothes i could wear because you know as an actor whenever they pick their own clothes it look really bad on yeah. you you don't feel comfortable yeah. at all <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's very important for you to feel comfortable in your clothes, but also as well to know that maybe your character doesn't feel comfortable. So as well, it's also knowing the situation and what is the context of the scene, because maybe you as a person, you don't feel comfortable, but your character needs it. So it's been very good because as you say, we usually, the art department does that. So you put it on whatever, but now you have to understand, okay, I'm going to use this because I think my character will need that. But me as Victor, I will not use that because I don't feel comfortable but maybe I need to use it. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. I get this question a lot whenever I speak with someone and they ask like, oh, it is really cool. It's an easy job. Like they pick your clothes and you pretend to do something. For the ones that are listening, uh, Victor has a lot of experience in TV hosting, in theater, Mexican television, but for the ones... Telenovela. Yes. But in Mexico, that's not how we live as a society because a lot of people think we're so dramatic because of yeah no we have a lot of different things <laughs> yes but victor has also acted in films and he has a lot of background i mean i am sure he will be in great projects god listens to you son <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> yes yes of course i've met a lot of actors for film that they say okay you know adler method now listen to this method like for you when is it enough when you can say okay i had a lot of methods when is it enough I think I'm learning that. I'm, I'm, I've never been... I think it's very important, the basis. You know, you need to know who have come before you and how they created and developed different methods for you to arrive to the feelings of a certain character. And there are different methods, like the Stanislavski, like the Adlers, and different, different methods. But I think the dilemma that you're asking is something that I also have. 
And I've always asked my teachers when they are teaching me a different method. And I always get to the same conclusion that the basis of acting is you, yourself. You need to know yourself. You, first of all, you need to know who you are, regardless of what Stanislavski says or Stella Adler says. I'm not saying that they are not important. They are super important. You must read them. You must learn them. You, you must know when to use it in your advantage because both of them have different strategies that will help you to develop and create better character. You need to know yourself. That's, that's the thing. You need to know how you feel in different situations. How do you feel in different environments? How do you react as a person and save the feeling? Save the feeling, save the emotion. And then whenever you're in the situation, you will bring it out as the method you wanted as a method you needed, as steps that you learn in different kind of methods. But for me, that it works, I think, yes, saving those emotions and then you will use them as you please. <laughs> I know Victor, I mean, he's a friend of mine. I met him at my university and he's a really, really exceptional human being. What can you tell me whenever they bring a character that doesn't matches with what Victor thinks? Mm -hmm. One of my friends, Andrea, thank you so much. He once told me, being yourself has amazing consequences. And I think authenticity is a value that a lot of people lack. Or if they want you to be the villain and they want you to make things Victor wouldn't do in real life, what would you do? I, I actually enjoy so much to be the bad guy, to be the villain. Actually, it's easier for me than being the good guy because for me, acting is like playing. So whenever you're doing something different or being someone else, it's playing. If the character gets closer to myself, to who I am, it's more difficult for me to split it. To, to when they say cut and leave that because sometimes that demands you to cry that demands you to, to get involved in so many situations that you are very related so whenever you have the chance to do something so different that you are not that gives you the chance to play to, to experiment to do different things but it's not as easy actually now I'm in the workshop that I'm telling you I'm doing this character it's from a street card called Desire and I'm doing Stanley so Stanley is so different than me he's a macho man he's from the south of the US of course I battle with the accent because I'm doing it in English. So I'm trying to learn as a technique, like, you know, the accent and how you're going to speak and how you're going to walk. But I'm facing the thing that some things of him that I don't like as a person. So I'm, I'm, I'm having a real challenge with him. I'm not still able to, to act, act and get the essence of Stanley as I would like to. So I'm still working on it. And I'm using all these kind of different techniques like Stella Adler's. I'm doing this psychology of the animal. Like I see him like a gorilla. So I'm actually doing like all these exercises, like moving around like a gorilla, how he would stand, getting a gorilla in different situations that I feel so stupid doing them, but actually has helped me a lot to develop an idea of how this person will act or react to different situations. So it has been, it's very funny that you asked for it because I actually was talking to my teacher yesterday and I'm creating this completely aversion to this character. I'm not liking it. When I have to rehearse it, I hate it. I don't feel comfortable, but because it's a challenge. And it's something that's so different. It goes as well with your question of the method. I'm using all the tools that I'm trying to learn to get myself into the situation. So, but also protecting myself from different, from getting hurt as a person. So, And I am really happy and that you mentioned that you get out of your comfort zone. I mean, whenever they offer you some roles, sometimes you need to take it or they seem really appealing for you because as you said, the billions, for example, I also enjoy them really much, but they are not like the kind of, person you are or maybe they are not the type of characters you have been doing a lot whenever they say cut and whenever they do this wrap-up for example in cinema what I've experienced whenever your participation ends well the cast and crew say goodbye 
it's a wrap up and they they clap and goodbye mm -hmm, yeah. you live there but sometimes you still think on what you did if you're not professional or you're starting on acting sometimes you remember on the stuff you did because let's put an example once i acted as a bad person and i had to do bad things so i did it very times you know these bad things and whenever they say cut goodbye of course you move on with your life i don't know just your friends whatever but they you still have like these flashbacks or these moments when you remember you were doing these things or i don't know if you see the person that is kind of similar to the person that you did these things to her or to him you maybe remember this do you have like a therapist psychologist or have you ever had to go to therapy because of a role you were portraying yeah. okay no like I've gone to therapy because like as a person, I think it's very important, but I've actually, I've never had these, this situation. Like I've had that. I think what I've, what I've done when I, when I feel so insecure, like, of course, as a person, as a human being, we have different stages and we have different steps in our lives that, that make you feel maybe unsafe or insecure or yeah, your self-esteem. So that's why I go to the therapies. And sometimes when I act, what I have had, it's that I'm thinking I didn't do it good enough. So I feel very bad and I feel it gets very overwhelming. But that has been like when I was beginning. According like specifically to your question, you know, I've never had that before because I really think that and it's something that I really learned. It's it's a job, but it's a different job. It's something that that it's a different like from an administrative job or a desk job that you go and maybe you take your job home, but doesn't it involve your emotions your feelings so you really need to know and understand that you are not you're not a character you're you're lending your voice your body your actions to a person but you're not that person maybe it sounds crazy because of course it's not multiple personalities but as an actor uh monica miguel she was a very well-known director she used to work with carla estrada here in mexico and did amazing soap operas like eh, alborada amor real well she was directing it's telenovelas we grew up watching right carla estrada did both Yeah, Carla Estrada is the producer and Monica Miguel was the director. I was in the soap opera with Carla Estrada called Sortilegio and she and Monica Miguel was my director. And something that she was telling us between the scenes is, let me, let me say in Spanish, she's like, un actor necesita despersonalizarse para poder personificar. That means that actor has to, like, his personality has to take it on the side to be able to leave room for personification to give life to a character so at the moment i learned that it's victor gets on the side i'm i'm lending my body my emotions what i feel to this character and whenever they say cut really maybe take a minute or two if i'm doing a very very dramatic scene or very intense scene just to breathe relax and get myself in the now to understand that it was a scene that it was something i was playing i was doing a role and it's finished, cut, whatever, we, co we continue. So I think that's kind of the method or techniques that we can use as an actor, but I've never had to go to therapy after a role, never. But I think as well that as an actor, you have to have enough light and know how much light you have, like measure yourself. Sometimes we're not even bright enough. Sometimes we're like the sun, we're shining like all the way. But for you, you need to understand how is your level of light to get deep in the obscurity and the darkness of a character. So if you don't feel like you're comfortable or you're not, as a person, bright enough to perform a very dark character, maybe it will not be as clever for you to accept that role at that moment in your life. Maybe you will think, I need to do this because I'm, it's my goal, it's my opportunity. But then as a, as a person, you will be, you will mess up. So as an actor, you need to know yourself very well. So that's kind of what I think about it. Thank you so much, Victor. You know, uh, I really love you. You're a really cool friend. I see you as a project. 
I know yeah. you are like a few years older than me. I mean, we are living a really important and a social circumstance. We are centennials. I think you are some centennial. But 93 centennial. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, they criticize our generation. We complain about everything. You have seen these roles. For example, Scarlett Johansson rejecting some roles because the transgender community says a transgender actor has to represent these roles. For example, myself, Sergio, I would never do blackface or I would never represent someone. Why would you? Yes. But what can you tell me, Victor, about the ethic of an actor? No, you know, there are different concepts because, okay, as an actor, it's cool, but, you know, acting is a very difficult life and you need to push yourself. And everybody tells you in school and also producers, directors and life and people. It's all, it's great to have a challenge. So, of course, if I'm, if I'm not Asian, but if I had the opportunity and somebody tells you be an Asian, of course, as an actor, because it's a career and a profession, you need to know, you will need to know and learn how to perform that role. No, you need to go to maybe Asia or maybe maybe if he's Chinese or Japanese, learn the ways and personalize yourself, like give the personification, maybe you will do it. As for example, Alan Estrada, that of course he's Mexican, but he went to Spain to do the acting of Oinoepo Levantar in the first time that they did it. And he had to do it with a Spanish accent. Maybe an, a, a guy from Spain could have done it really good because you have really good, like really talented people, but he was giving them that opportunity. So I think that's not as bad, but of course we're talking that he as an actor, he's casting like his face and everything could do it. Why? they will call somebody else to do a transgender role. Why somebody else will be called to do a Latin role? Why they will, if there are so many actors and we have so many diversities. So as an actor, of course, if you feel comfortable and take it, you do it. But I think the ethic and the, the responsibility should come all the way from the directors and the producers and, and the company that actually doing the film because those are the ones who make the decision. You as an actor, you can do it. You, you, will, be, you will learn and you will do it. Of course, if you, you say no, because this role should be done by somebody else, of course, because your name and your figure as, as Scarlett Johansson or Tom Hanks or different actors that have rejected roles because of that, they have a very good name in the industry. They're relevant. Us, as we're starting or, or we are in, in, in our way to get there, of course, if they give you, you will see a challenge because you want to express yourself and you want to show that you can. But the decision should come from the film industry that I think is changing and it's revolutionizing so good and so well. And I, I'm liking it because, yeah, there are different roles. And for each role, there's a person in the world that can do it. Exactly. Many people have this question about extras. I mean, you know, we have extras? Yes. They, they have like a different role and they have to like know the basics, not to look at the camera and not like have this interaction. But there have, have been polemics between, for example, when they made Aladdin, I think. They were saying rumors about Disney painting some extras to look <laughs> They were from this culture, but sometimes for budget, for time, for they have to do this. But do you think it's correct for these studios to do this kind of stuff? Maybe I mean, I'm so weird. Maybe I'm not also into these kind of movements. But like, what's the problem with that? I would say like, you have like a bunch of extras because extras, as you know, they, they well, here in Mexico, they belong to a union of actors, like extra, or they have a, an agency. So they call and say like, you know, we're going to have a film and we need, 20 extras or 13 extras or 50 extras. So the extras director, he will come and he will say, okay, we're doing this scene. We need this kind of, okay, this scene is in a restaurant. Because actually it's very funny. But I think it's also because of the, the community of the people. 
because we are very racist and we are very we still are very close-minded in so many ways like i was speaking with a director that he was making a, a, a series in in colombia and they were doing this scene in this restaurant it was a very high-end restaurant you know fancy as hell posh so the actors were there doing a scene and he had different extras in the restaurant they were latin my latin color you know <laughs> you, you have people that were darker there were people you know there are different kind of and the producer said okay these kind of people they cannot be in the restaurant for this thing because they are not high-end people they are not rich people they are not wealthy people so it was like what the hell like doesn't matter yeah no but if, if this is a popular that's gonna come on air in colombia that i want to say that this is experience of my director it's not directly mine so i'm telling you a story i don't know if all colombians are like that but it's like an, an story that he told me you need to put white people so of course all the extras that he had well they were diverse so from having a To, to feel a restaurant of 50 people, he had to reduce the restaurant to be a thing, like a very close. The frame of the camera has to be very close because he had like 10 people. 10 people that can give that wide aspect that the producer were asking for. So I think you, as a director, as a producer, you have to be creative and work with what you have. That they're not going to fly people from Middle East to, to, to be extras because of budget. Because of different things, so I think we shouldn't take that as personal. But if you have the chance to hire people with the characteristics that you will know that you, you will need, of course, hire them because it will be amazing and it will be a better, better quality job. Social media is now full of haters. People love to cancel people all the time. I want to ask you, you were born in Morelia, right, Victor? I was born in Morelia, yes. Did you like the film Coco? Did you think it represented like the day of the dead or like this yeah I, i of course they they made it like way beautiful they they did many things that of course we as mexicans and from morelia we know that like if you go to the graveyard yes. of course it's not gonna be as clean of course it's not gonna be as people like crying because you know that sometimes the people go there to party and they're drinking and they have music and they so you will have like that nostalgic that coco you if you come with idea of coco you maybe you will be disappointed but I really like it the way that the, the producers and Pixar did it to to take the essence take the feeling of that festivity and from our ancestors because I think now us we have devalue that feeling and people now they go to party to the graveyards and drink tequila and the food and but before it used to be like I remember my, my grandmas and the mother of my grandmas very it was something very important and very yeah. emotional So I think it was, they did a great job bringing that back and the feeling and, and showing that to the world because I think that's really true. Like we have a lot of traditions and that's one of the most important and something that characterizes Mexico in the entire world. So I think they've been a great job. But also, I don't, I will not recommend people like, it will be as Coco. No, it will not be as Coco. But it will be something that maybe you will see something different. What I see that it's not good, it's like making cultural appropriation. But yes, I, I love the film. I remember 2017, it was premiered at Morelia's International Film Festival. And of course, I know Victor, you're a huge Disney fan. I mean, Victor has... I was in Disney. I was in Disney when they, the premiere, the movie. So yeah, it was amazing. It was like a big party in the Mexican pavilion in Epcot. And, and everybody was asking me because I was working there. Ah, so in Coco, it's real. So of course you kept out the fantasy of the kids and the people. Yeah, of course. But you do with the, the guitar and then uh, people cross and you feel the energy and it's beautiful and you see them again. And it was very nice. It was beautiful. Well, Victor, I am really grateful for your time. I know uh, it's not easy for you because you have a lot of calls from your managers and about your business because... Victor is not only, like, you know, this actor, he studied international business, right? I'm an international business administrator with a minor in international relations, and I'm doing 
actually an MBA and a master's in digital marketing now. You know, this is a pass. <laughs> Drop the mic, leave the place. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Thank you so much for your time. And I hope we can collaborate with other actors and discuss other things like you as an actor or as an entrepreneurship can collaborate us. I would love that, yeah. And yeah, I think it's amazing. For people to hear us, like for viewer experience, because Victor has done a lot of things and I am really proud of having this friend in my life. Uh, I'm very proud to have you to check on us. I'm very proud of you and doing all this great stuff that actually you were telling me that I didn't know that you did. So you are a very focused, well-centered boy and I think you're going to be amazing and you're going to do great things in life and great journalist, director, producer, image consultant, TV host, radio host, whatever you do, you're going to shine because you're great. You're going to do it amazing. Thank you You're so doing much. it amazing. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you really soon. Goodbye. See you, Chico. Thank you very much. And see you people in the audience. <laughs> We hope you like this episode. Remember, you can follow Victor at Victor M underscore Partida. And you can follow me at Sergio GCV on Instagram. Goodbye, take care, and see you soon.